Hey there, I'm Ian. And I'm Rachel. And we want to welcome you to our Building Contenders podcast. Here we share messages, sermons, and our weekly conversations to equip you to contend for the kingdom of God. We hope you enjoy it. Blessings. Blessings. Um, I want to read something to you. Uh, this is from this is from the iPhone. <laughs> the Bible iPhone. <laughs> the New American Standard iPhone. Um, and it's First Corinthians. And I just lost it there. My goodness, how did that happen? Uh, First Corinthians three, and it's, it's verse from verse one. It says, "And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual men, but as, as to men of flesh, as to infants in Christ. I give you milk to drink, not solid food, for you were not yet able to receive it. Indeed, even now you're not yet able, for if you're still flesh, for you are still fleshly. For since there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not fleshly, and are you not walking like mere men?" And I love that sort of notion. I've used it quite a bit, this phrase, mere men, that we're not supposed to be walking like mere men and mere women. We're supposed to be different. We are a different creation. You know, we're citizens of a different kingdom and we're not supposed to be simply mere men and women. Um, reacting, responding, ministering, mm-hmm. speaking, posting, um, all of that simply from this 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 basis of us being flesh and blood. Um, and it's, it's easy to say, well, this is actually, you know, the flesh, these are the sins of the flesh. Yes, they are, but, the, but this, they're, they're sort of the sins of the old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and for me, it's kind of like the recognition that we're only seeing according to the flesh. We're not seeing according to all of creation, which is all of the unseen realm and all the seen realm itself. Um, or realms or dimensions, whatever you want to call them, that we're dealing with all of creation, not simply um, just the flesh, you know, lands. Yeah, yeah I love that. Um, you know, I, I, the, the scripture, like we're, we're, we're new covenant, better covenant people, you know, so we, we think that, you know, we think that the, it's a better covenant, that the new covenant is a better covenant than the old covenant. Um, and with that comes demolishing the lies that we are actually in a, in a stricter environment. That sometimes I've heard it said that the law of love requires more than the law of the law. And that, that can be true, and I understand what people are saying by that, but what, what it can result in is a system where we actually become even more strict than the, than the Pharisees at the time, who so loved the law that they didn't want to break it. They just didn't want it to break it at all. So they created a bunch of rules around the law to protect the law. And it's like, we're going to create a bunch of rules. So so we don't have a stricter law than the old law. So when Jesus comes in and talks in, in Matthew that if you lust after a woman, um, like if you're, if you're lusting after a woman with your eyes, it's as if you've committed adultery. Now, the traditional way of looking at that is like, you know, Jesus came in and instituted this new set of rules. What when he we actually didn't. He, that's not what I believe he's doing at all. He's not giving us these new new rules. He's actually saying, I need you to be more than mere men. I, I need you to be more than just looking at the flesh thing. Um, and he goes on to say, if you call someone an idiot, that it's like you're killing them. And, you know, again, if you're looking at that from, a, from, a, from an unseen perspective, from this sort of unseen realm, what, what he's actually, what I believe he's actually saying is, 
like for those that aren't able to see the unseen know this that what you're creating in a different realm by your imagination by your thoughts and by your words what you're actually creating is very dangerous it's very very dangerous that you this is not neutral and something that you can just go well whatever it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter you know you know it's it's why the whole emphasis on pornography is there even throughout mainstream tv and you know streaming services it seems it seems you can't watch anything at the minute that is not vulgar and part of that is just the the enemy's tactic to get people sullied and to get something created in a different realm that's going to slow them down here and even with the whole political thing we are supposed to be not mere men like we are supposed to not be doing this as mere men and women purely dealing with the flesh and freely calling our political opponent idiots mm-hmm. because what you're doing is killing them that's actually not okay like i, I want i mean i I don't, I don't care how deeply you feel about it i don't care how deeply you feel about any issue but it's not okay to start to be completely sectarian and say well i don't mean they're all that it's just these little slice of them that's sectarianism that's northern ireland sectarianism at its best yeah. there, there is something like we're, we're you're probably familiar with the sectarianism in northern ireland you know you're probably you've probably heard of the ira the irish republican army you might even have heard of the ulster volunteer force the two main uh terrorist organizations on the both the republican and the loyalist side within northern ireland but what you might not know is there's like 17 republican terrorist organizations and 20 protestant loyalist uh, terrorist organizations because it just gets that sectarian it gets that divided 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 and it all starts with not controlling your speech it starts with a misunderstanding that you are created better mm-hmm. you've been born and born again for more than this Right, you've been born again for more than being a mere human being. You're a supernatural entity that can cause wildfires to happen in California if you're not careful with your words. You're a supernatural being that can cause the healing of the earth if you're actually going to govern properly. I mean, this this is really about dominion. And I'll, I'll, I'll get all you know. I'll get all the nar people. Nar. These new apostolic reformation thing. Listen, the dominion is a really bad word. <laughs> it is. Right? It's just not a helpful word. What about governing? Can we govern the earth but not using the weapons from a different kingdom? Can we govern the earth mm-hmm. using the weapons from our kingdom, which are mm-hmm. pretty amazing weapons, right? Yeah. They're weapons of speaking love and blessing and joy and peace and encouragement and all of those things let's use those weapons not the weapons of mere man yeah mere mortals i love that that's why for us the prophetic is so powerful because you know you you look at uh samuel uh when samuel went to david and the brothers and he looked at all these handsome <coughs> men who really would have been uh fit and perfect like in stature <laughs> Calm down there, buddy. <laughs> buddy, buddy. <laughs> a little joke. Um, so who would have been perfect for the job because they looked the part and yet God said, they don't have my heart there. No, he said, no, 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 no. And, and then of course, you know, the whole, you all know the story of David. 
um, God said, "There's there, uh, Samuel asked, is there any more? Because <laughs> these, these handsome, strong men aren't going to cut it. And, well, they'd um, already done that, hadn't they? They'd done that with Saul. They'd picked the people's right, choice, this right. handsome, tall. Who was deeply insecure right. and didn't have the Lord's heart. And here you have David, who was totally flawed, like very, like to say the least, flawed. And yet God said, there he is. That's the one. And I've been preparing them. And, and I think it, it is like we are so um, adamant, uh, you know, with this whole thing with the prophetic is that we're not reading people of how we see them. That, but they we're actually digging into the heart of God. Uh, God, how do you see this person? Yeah. So that we can speak truth, so that we can speak to their future, so that we can speak to the possibilities that heaven says about them. And, um, and I think when you do that, when, because if we speak uh, what we see, we just see on the two-dimensional, uh, if we see on the, the natural, uh, sometimes we're all a little disappointed. <laughs> like if, if, if we didn't have the Lord to tell us who we are, um, it would be a bit discouraging, but God keeps telling us who we are. And, uh, and, and I think like, that's, that's so important and for me. It's why when we speak, we create like yes. as the church, we are called to govern. So when we're saying even prophetic words about, well, God's bringing fire. Well, you know what? I've just created that. Yes. Like the prophets need to watch their words. Like we have to speak from uh, heaven's perspective and, and, <laughs> You know, in my, I don't see God calling down hellfire and brimstone on the earth. God wants us to govern the earth with love, with peace, with restoration and building um, people up so that the nations would be blessed, so that the nations would be restored, so that people and families would be restored. And I think if we can get this, if we can understand that, that, we're called to govern as the body of Christ and not um, neglect our post. Uh, I think things would look a little different. Yeah. You know, we have the authority and we have the, the position. We can ask God for rain. We can ask God for um, things like healing the earth. We can heal the earth because the Lord has put that in us. You know, he said to Adam, go and govern the earth. And, and that mandate has not changed. And uh, and I think what Ian was saying, like about your speech, our speech is so important. And and we think it's okay because things are unjust to, to shout at them and to speak against them and, and to get very personal about people um, who are in public. And I, I think we have to be, we have to bring that back and yes. not do that. Totally. Totally. This this notion that, that we can bring balance to the force is Star mm -hmm. Wars. It's not the kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. Just to be clear, that's Star Wars theology, Star Wars canon. It's not theology, right? That This is not kingdom at all. We're not about bringing balance. We're about bringing the fullness and the restoration of all things. That's the very notion of the kingdom is it is the restoration of all things, right? We're not trying to bring balance. That if they take, if they, you know, take my eye out, I'm going to take their eye out. We clearly know yeah. 
that Jesus came to do a better thing and that we're not to behave like mere mortals. Mm-hmm. We're not mere mortals. We're actually, yeah. you know, eternal beings, supernatural beings. The, the minute you got born again, there was this whole transformation thing that took place in your whole being and your whole entire created being so much so that you're now seated with Christ in heavenly places that you're now right here, wherever it is you are, that you're, you're this whole new thing. And that we are not, as we're instructed by Paul in Corinthians, we are not using the weapons of this world. Yeah, I think if we, um, so of course, you know, like some of you guys watching will be people who see uh, in the spirit realm, that that you see in the unseen realm. And and so some of it, like this will make sense. But for those who don't, um, and you know, sometimes we go into church uh, what are you laughing at? Muggles. Muggles. <laughs> you're so, you're so cheeky. Um, those who don't, we, you can often forget that you are surrounded by heaven. We can often forget that we are surrounded by the angelic, that we are cheered on by a cloud of witnesses, yes, that on. we are, we have the saints who are cheering us on. And, and who are in our midst. And I think sometimes we behave like mere mortals and we're actually not. And it's because we're not seeing um, what, what, who is in the room. And I remember a prophet, a good prophet friend of mine said, if we could see in the spirit uh, what heaven was doing, how, like things we worry about, the things we concern ourselves about, we wouldn't do it because we would we would understand who we are and who's who's we are and who's with us and who is on our side you know it is that the scripture like open his eyes um was it Elisha? like open his eyes to see who is on our side there is more for us than against us um and and i i think it's really important that that we understand like there is a there is a, a realm that we belong to there, yes. there is a realm that we interact with every day whether we see it or not and, and you know yourself like you can go into your room and and just your atmosphere can shift a whole room and and i mean that for the bad or for the good you know like you can go in and your words can cut through uh cut people to the core and we've all had people who have done that to us. And yet we've always, we've had the other side where we've had people who speak the Father's heart over us, the Father's love over us, bring, who bring heaven with them if, wherever they go. And, and they release uh, the atmosphere of heaven and it's completely different. Yeah. And that's what we are called to do. Yeah, yeah if you think of it so... Depends how long you've been around us, but if you've been around us for, for a little while, you know that I think that the earnest, effectual prayer of the righteous man availeth much is a very, very important scripture. And particularly around that, though, there's one word for earnest and effectual, and that is the Greek word energio. Um, and the energy you're bringing behind something, the spirit that is behind it becomes really important, right? It's when Jesus was talking. Or when the you know the two disciples are there, hey, can we call down fire? And Jesus actually rebuked them sternly and says, you don't know what spirit you're on. And, and it's like they automatically just switched into a different spirit. And the spirit, the energy that you're actually putting behind something really matters. We did this thing in our Daniel Company retreat along those lines, which was trying for a set period of time 
to put like heaven's energy behind our breakthroughs and not the not the desperation that we often put behind our break. I'm desperate, you know, I'm desperate. That's probably not always the best um, spirit to be coming from, although God is compassionate, gracious, is our banner, all those things. But there might be a better way, which is the earnest, effectual thing. Um, and we've started to get some testimonies through that just have wrecked us, to be quite honest. They've just wrecked us. Um, but if you think of it like that, if you think of it, if you're not if you're not aware of what you're building in an unseen realm, if you're not aware of what you're building, just let me say that. If you're not aware of what you're building, uh, what you're creating, just be aware of what spirit you're coming from. If you're watching the news and you get agitated and you're coming, you start to speak and create, and that's not a, that's not the right spirit. You're coming from a wrong spirit. Whereas if you're coming from this spirit of all shall be well and all manner of things shall be well mm -hmm. for everything works works together for, for our good, right? If you're coming from that place that I'm a child of the most high God, that I am mm -hmm. I am the head, not the tail, that I, you know, I'm blessed when I'm coming out and when I'm you know coming back in, no matter where I am, I'm being blessed. Uh, that no weapon that's fashioned against me is gonna prosper that who is he that condemns, that is Christ mm -hmm. that justifies, that even my enemies when they're coming and condemning and slamming me and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't matter because I'm not a mere mortal. I, I, I don't have to yeah. fight, as a, I don't have to use the weapons mm -hmm. of this realm. I can use weapons from a different realm. I can actually go, mm -hmm. I can go into That's a different good. realm and use the weapons of that realm um, to actually combat what's, what's going on here. Mm -hmm. we, we were on a call this week with our people. With our people. The, people. the little people. <laughs> we were on the call with the little people. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't the little people. The little people from, <laughs> or the from Ireland. No, just us. <laughs> well, one of them was. One of them was. Um, and we were, we've just derailed this. We just Okay, this. sorry. Okay. And Back. so I do want to bring up a point. You said that we, that you are adamant. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's news to what? me. You said I am adamant. Uh, adamant. <laughs> Sometimes I'm gonna. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Come on. So yeah, we yeah. were on a call. We were, on, we were on a call this week, and you know, it was one of those super intense. That, you know, what's one word for this season? What's one word? Give me one word. What's God doing in this season? And everybody's going around just like rest and recalibration <laughs> and building and, you know. A fear. No. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of stuff on it. I can't even Restoration. Remember. Restoration, all of this kind of stuff. And it came to me and I said, Nehemiah. And I shared this this morning. Um, I said that this, I actually think that Nehemiah, where, where the church here is, certainly in the U.S., can't speak for anywhere else, um, is in this Nehemiah season where it's both building and battling. And I think there's cycles of this. I think it comes around every so often, um, especially when you get knocked down and you have to get up again, um, that what you're in is you, can, you, you want to be in a season of just building, but what you're also doing is battling. But we do not battle according to the flesh. We do not battle from being mere mortals. You know, Nehemiah, in the middle of being taunted, in the middle of being, you know, condemned and, you know, false charges brought against him, uh, in the middle of all of these things that were going on in Nehemiah's life, and even some destruction of the work that he was building, 
um, he, he ended up, or what happened was that the people ended up having a tool in one hand and a, uh, and a sword or a spear in the other hand, because it is this season of building and battling. And the battling isn't against people, right? We're not supposed to be battling against people. People, I think, are not inherently evil, no matter what news program you're watching. I don't think that's the truth. Uh, I, I think that might be, that's really hard to get from the Old Testament, that, that people are inherently evil. But what, what you have is you have um, a system that is designed to manipulate. I love it, actually, when uh, Brian Simmons translates 2 Corinthians 10, where, where, we're rest, you know, where we're destroying speculations, deceptive fantasies, and he talks about using manipulation. And the biggest tools of manipulation are definitely the media and politics. Like these are religion and politics and the media is in there and they're the biggest tools of manipulation. They're trying to manipulate you to get you get to get you to hate somebody else. And the minute you're actually putting out that negative, that negative space, you're creating that negativity, then your your inability to fight and your inability to build becomes very, very real. Like this is one of the most, one of the most selfish things that you, one of the most selfish things you can do is actually love people and love people well because you get to reap the benefits of that. You actually get to reap the benefits. You know, we mentioned it last week. Um, Joshua one, you know, it that if you keep the law, if you speak the law, if you hide it in your heart, if you memorize it. Well, of course, the law that we live in is love God, love your neighbor, and love yourself, right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, well, all of those things, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. And those are kind of the three things. That's, that's what we have to do. And if you do all those things, then you can make your ways prosper. Mm -hmm. It's really that straightforward. This is Discipleship 101. You know, you might be wondering, well, like, are, are we going to do like a discipleship class? This is your discipleship class. <laughs> love well. Yes. Like love well. Stop being bitter and angry. Stop it. Stop it. Stop being bitter and angry towards other people who don't agree with you and will never agree <clears> with <throat> you. Like even when they get saved and come into the kingdom, they still not might not agree with you. Right? The goal of getting people saved and into the kingdom isn't so that they agree with you. It's so that they can experience the love and fullness of Jesus himself. Mm -hmm. That's so good. So good. I think, you know, if, you, if you've ever seen, so we were chatting about, I'll not mention any names, but we were just chatting about a leader that we know, uh, an amazing leader we deeply respect, and the people around him, the close uh, core of people around him. And if you were ever to try and bring accusation against him i i think they would like literally lay, <laughs> lay you out like they would not let a word uh be be spoken against they, they wouldn't him. do violence no they would not we're just joking i think but <laughs> maybe but they they wouldn't like you would never dream of speaking any ill about this person because you wouldn't get away with it and and i i love that picture of uh, protection and of um, the culture that has been built and it's not a culture of we're just pretending they're good it's a culture of we we know this person's weakness but but we are but we're actually only we're going to speak about who they are and not what they're not yeah, and so we're good. we are not going to be constantly offended by what they're not 
And, and I think the thing with um, the, you know, the whole mere being a mere human is that we are being groomed by the media to be constantly offended. Mm. We are being groomed by the media to carry a different culture. And, and we are not carrying a culture of joy. Uh, we're not carrying a culture of peace because if, if we are listening to other voices that aren't um, anchored in heaven, that aren't anchored in who God is and who God's nature is, then, then we are carrying a different kingdom and we are carrying a different culture. But, but when you look at um, like Paul, Paul was in prison, Paul was beaten and yet he's like pouring out joy. He's like, focus on these things. He's like, dwell on the things that are noble, things that are pure, things that are true. Like that's our, uh, that's what we're called to do. Yes. Uh, we're not called to pick apart even our leaders. We're told we're actually not allowed to do that. Right. We are, we're told that we pray for our leaders. We pray uh, God's uh, will for our leaders, his blessing on them, that as they would thrive, so would the country thrive and the nations would thrive. And that's our mandate. Yes. But, but this idea that um, we're allowed to tear down because they disagree with what we believe, we may be angry even for good reasons for injustice and those things, but, but if we are not carrying a culture of the kingdom, then we are building a different, we're building a different kingdom. Yes. And, and we are arming the enemy. The Bible says, Ephesians, the enemy's disarmed. But if you, if we are full of offense, if, is it? Yeah. Um, to, right, but you're full of offense. If, if we're full of offense, if, if we are tearing down people's characters, if we are speaking out against them, then we are arming the enemy yes. with our words. Uh, we are arming a disarmed enemy and we're giving him place and space. And that's not good. So, so we are, as Paul says, to not be human, uh, as mere mortals, as mere humans, but we are actually to live from a different place. Yeah. And, and I think it's a place that we cannot live without the Holy Spirit. We, we cannot build this place without the Holy Spirit. This is, uh, it is a different kingdom. Like it's, it's, um, it feels impossible. Um, and yet we ha God says we can do it. We can absolutely do it because we have God in us. We're in him. He's in us. You know, that that whole thing. So brilliant. Yes.